Hello, everyone, and welcome to our next episode of the Dunhumby Customer First Podcast. Today's episode is all about retail media and the new opportunities for retailers and brands with the evolving use of customer data and technology in this space. My name is Dave Clements. I'm the retail director at Dunhumby, uh, and today I'm delighted to be joined by Julie Joncola, our head of media and customer engagement solutions at Dunhumby. Welcome, Julie. Thanks, Dave. Happy to be here. So, Julie, let's start talking about retail media because it's a very hot topic at the moment in retail. Um, why do you think it's risen so much in importance for retailers, uh, and what are the key factors? of success as you see it, as, as businesses, I guess, are trying to emulate some of the successes businesses like Amazon have had in this space? Sure. Um, I mean, we know, right, retailers' margin are under increased pressure, especially with, uh, with, with the pandemic. With the acceleration of e-commerce, where the fulfillment models like click and collect or home delivery are margin dilutive by around, you know, 5 to 15 percent, respectively, according to, to Bain. There's also pressure on household budgets, which is driving a focus on value, leading to further retailer investment in price and promotion or other discounts. So retailers have increasingly looked at retail media to drive new profit, new revenue stream to boost these margins. And we know that this margin in media uh, are around 40%, which is you know much higher than the usual you know two to four percent in, in in grocery. Equally, on the CPG side, they have also been under pressure with inflation, disruption of the value chain, and therefore looking for marketing opportunities that are going to really maximize the return on ad spend. So, to build a sustainable media business, I think there are three things uh, to, to to think about. First one for for a retailer is to really gain that internal alignment and C-level sponsorship, right? Regardless of the size of the retailer to successfully set up and grow a media business, you need the leadership committed to making media a strategic priority with clear KPIs and ensuring that the rest of the organization is aligned to this priority for merchandising, marketing, tech team, e-commerce, stores, managers, etc. They have to work together to make it work. For example, you know, if store owners are not wanting brand imagery in store, you know, that's a problem. The second thing is from a tech and, and data point of view. So a retailer media network is built on top of a very complex ecosystem of partners, right, with on-site and off-site and stores, etc. That's the only way to support multi-channel execution. So retailers need to think about that tech platform and infrastructure that's going to allow them to be efficient when planning omni-channel campaign and solve for inefficient and error-prone workflows. The retail media network should also be built on a robust data infrastructure that gives them the 360 view of the uh, of the customer, um, not only to offer brands, you know, segments, customer segments that are going to maximize ROAS, but also to enable the retailer to steer customer satisfaction. And I think the, the third element I would say is people and skill sets. Uh, retailers are not media owners; they're not publishers. And um, beyond the tech expertise, they need to bring uh, the, the the right media expertise across, you know, digital on programmatic, search marketing, store and CRM to make it work. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, Julie. I think that the way you describe the competitive pressures on retailers in recent years, you know, with new competition from the likes of Amazon, the discounters, pressure on the margins uh, and, and the inflationary pressures and post-COVID 
really making it necessary for retailers to find those new revenue streams. And as you say, one of the keys to success around retail media has been you can't do it side of desk. You really need to think of it strategically. You really need to think about setting your organization up for success as a true sort of business unit in its own right, it's the right tech, the right people. Because as you say, you know, I think in the past when we've had chats with some retailers, they might say, oh, well, we do sort of retail media. We sell some space in store or we target a few offers. But if you really want to set yourself up for major success and major as a major channel for consumer goods, uh, it needs a lot more dedication. And the exciting thing about retail media is just the extent of the different channels that our retail partners that we work actually have at their disposal. So you've got in-store, you've got out-of-store in the car parks, whether it's digital screens, you've got sampling in the store, you've got on-site on the website, you've got the opportunity to do off-site. There's many different channels. Are there any of those channels which are most effective or is it actually about getting them all together? And the other thing I was going to ask you was, there's a lot of change in legislation. So is that going to change some of the use of different channels as well? What's your view on all of these channels uh, and which are the best ones? Yeah, it's interesting because when you read around, you know, retail media, the people talk about digital channel mainly, right? They talk about on-site, so when you put advertising on the retailer website or app, and off-site, so when you target the retailer customer on wall gardens like YouTube or Facebook and, and the open web. But retail media really is much larger than that, and it goes into store. Like Let's remember 90% of people still shop in store. So you have in store huge, amazing media assets as well, and you know the the other element is is, is CRM. When a retailer has a loyalty uh, loyalty base, uh, how do you interact? You know through app or through you know direct mail with those customers. So I think let's make sure that we think about retail media more broadly beyond digital uh, channel. I think all channel, if you're building a proposition that is really customer first and enhance the customer experience, can be really impactful. Uh, that's something to understand. We can't say one is is more effective than the other. I think the the channel that is uh, being really scrutinized at the moment and where everyone is you know really wondering what's going to happen I think is is off site and you know just to make clear off site is when you target the retailer customer on the open web or world gardens um, this business heavily relies on the size and addressability of the retailer customer database but most importantly on the match rate achieved during the onboarding of those customer data into the online world. So to date, a key enabler of this onboarding process has been the uh, third-party cookie. But we all know that the day of the third-party cookie um, are countered uh, with companies like Apple, Microsoft, Mozilla, you know, already blocking or severely restricting third-party cookies capabilities in, in their browsers. And we know that Google is, is, is following suit uh, in 2023. So now we see that those alternatives emerging in the marketplace with initiatives like the Trade Desk and like ramp EU ID or clean room like like Infoson that you are all really excited about. So, you know, new identity-based solution with persistent ID fire as well as, you know, clean room uh, are two areas that we are looking at to see, you know, if offsite is going to be, you know, sustainable revenue stream going forward for, for retailer. Yeah. So having that mix of channels, you know, using all of the channels, and I guess, that's another way of making sure you're touching consumers at different types of the purchase. 
you know, from when they're planning it at home, looking at websites or looking at their, you know, being on the open web to when they're in the store by almost having that mix of advertising across the solutions probably gets the best results rather than just focusing on any one area. And I yeah. guess it also reminds me of this fantastic notion of, you know, with our retailer partners, they've got the closed loop measurement as well. So across all those channels, they can really understand which, you know, the mix, but also how those channels together can result in, a, you know, optimizing the return on investment for brands. Yeah, I think we have loads of case studies which show that, you know, the more, and not only in retail media, this is a, the rule of media, you know, the more channels you are exposed to, uh, the better return, you know, the, the more effective the campaign is on, on, on customers. And I think you're right, retail media has this amazing, you know, ability to, to measure its closed loop, right? And so CPG for the first time really understands how each channel contributes to the, the return that they are getting from their campaign. And I think historically, retailers and consumer goods have often mainly discussed campaigns and activities in media, which is much more sort of what I call trade fund related. You know, it, it's related to the teams that are really thinking about their own direct sales with that particular retailer. But increasingly, we've started seeing the wider CPG brand teams and, and the agencies really see retail media as a very powerful channel, just like all the other traditional and digital channels that exist. Is that driving a change? And how do retailers need to engage, if you like, the brand and agency teams differently? What learnings do we have there? Yeah, so this is a very interesting topic. And if you think about it, there's a lot of people talking about retail media today, but in a, in a sense, retail media is in existence for many years, right? And you know, if you look at eMarketer or BCG, I think they, they did some research and they say, look, you know, around 28, 30% of budget come from trade and, and, and shopper marketing budget. The rest come from other traditional and digital budgets uh, that are often handled by agencies. So I think it's really important for retailers to think about building propositions that appeal to the needs of brand marketers and, and agency and cover the full funnel, right? It's not just about covering the lower funnel with sponsored product ad, for example, which are the bread and butter of, of retail media, but also the upper funnel proposition, brand-led offering like, you know, video brand pages, as well as providing access to a self-service platform that enables CPGs to manage this retail media campaign at scale. And, you know, at Dunhambi, you know, we already partner with platforms like Sky AdSmart, for example, to power CPG TV campaign leveraging Tesco, you know, customer segmentation. And you will see more and more CPG powering their video campaign based on retailer data. And, you know, we see Connected TV as a channel that is going to grow in importance over the next months and, and years as brands, you know, start tapping into retail media as a, as a brand opportunity um, as well. Yeah. So it sounds like as retailers plan uh, building their sort of retail media business and connecting with brands, it's really important they think about how can you integrate some of these other agency and media planning systems so it's really easy and seamless for the agencies and the brands to plan their media with a retailer just as, it, as they plan across, you know, all the other traditional ways they've done in the past. So those types of integrations sound really important. Yeah, I think it's really limiting the friction to accessing retail media retailer inventory and, and data. Uh, media is a very complex ecosystem with many intermediaries um, and retailers need to think about their, their tech strategy to ensure that you know, they maximize the, the opportunity. You mentioned then 
video and video content um, that the brands are starting to use. Do you see a lot of innovation coming in the retail media space in the future? What, what do you see as some of the big developments you expect to see more in, in the space? Yeah, so I think, in essence, innovation will, will be driven by, uh, I would say, an increase of in using customer data, uh, which is really the bedrock of, of retail media. So, you know, for, for example, I mean, I already mentioned this in a previous question, but I think clean rooms are going to really enable a deeper collaboration between retailers and CPG, especially as CPG start building their own first-party data sets. And this collaboration will translate into, you know, targeting case studies or, or, or measurement use cases. When you say clean rooms, can you just explain a little bit more to, to listeners what that, what that actually involves? Yeah, it's a, it's a privacy first you know, environment that uh, enable a retailer and CPG and publisher, you know, different parties to bring their data to enable targeting use cases or measurement use cases or even insights. As a third party cookies is going to disappear, clean group are solving for that. They are privacy safe and uh, yeah. there is no exchange of data. We are seeing, you know, more and more RCPG want to bring also their, their first party data. We are seeing an increased usage of those of those clean room like, you know, Infosome, Snowflake, etc. So I think we need to, to really um, to look at, at how this is going to evolve. Something completely different that I've, you know, I think is a, it's a huge opportunity is how retailers start shifting their mass promotion to personalized offers that can be then monetized again with, with CPG, uh, especially in this inflationary period where shoppers are looking for value and retailers need to maximize the return of their promotion. I think there is something really um, interesting there. And we already see you know, Amazon starting to monetize uh, offers. I don't think they are personalized yet, um, but that's, that's an element that you know, retailers should think about in terms of their retail media offering. And I think the, the other innovation is this notion of going beyond retail media uh, in the platform. You know, when you have retail media, it's very much focused on activation. Right? So a brand come to a retail media platform and it's all about activation use cases. I want to target those, those people. I want to put this banner on the website. But I think we are going to see retailers bringing new monetization opportunity like insights, for example, you know, giving brands uh, more granular uh, insights into their customer to help them better plan and, and buy um, media on those, uh, on those platforms. As an example, but I think, you know, you look at Instacart, uh, they are also bringing inside media fulfillment in their platform. So it's going to go beyond retail media as we know it today. Yeah. And, and I think um, you bring up some good points around promotions and really being able to target particular consumers that you find in the data. As we think about some of the inflationary times we're up against now with, you know, lots of retailers and brands really wanting to make sure they can support consumers and shoppers in the right way with the right brands. I can imagine how being able to access the right granular audiences and specific price sensitive customers with the right personalized messages and sort of shift some of that mass promotion into some of that more targeted promotion will be very timely at the moment. And I'm sure some of our retail partners are starting to think that way. You know, you mentioned that uh, we're supporting a number of retailers like Tesco with, with our own Insight and Media platform. How is that evolving? Can you explain a little bit more what Dunhumby is doing in that space and, and what's, what's exciting you about how that will evolve in the coming months? 
Yeah, so, so last year we launched Tanhambi Sphere, which is truly, really the world's first retail media and personalization platforms. It covers, you know, like really all channels and enable retailer and brand to connect with their most relevant shoppers. Well, I think that relevance and personalization element is key. So, you know, we enhance the customer experience with media. We don't disrupt it. And that enables retailer and brand to drive sustainable business growth. Right? I think this is really important to emphasize. We need to make sure that media doesn't interrupt or uh, negatively impact the core business of the retailer. And so that, that platform has got in mind three things. One is to provide those efficient workflows that we talked about. We think that could save up to 40% of time for company managers. Um, the second thing is to give the brand access to predictive audiences, not rule-based. And so those science-based audiences uh, will deliver, uh, based on our uh, case studies, uh, they can drive double the ROI that brands would get with rule-based audiences that are much more simple. So, you know, people who've bought this product over the past six months rather than please give me the people who are very likely to buy this product next week. And then the third element is, is this omnichannel measurement that, that we talked about earlier that really allow the retailer to capture an unfair share of, of marketing budget. And you know, we launched a platform in November last year with the offsite module, which enabled brands to reach predictive audiences on Facebook and measure the impact of, of their campaign on actual sales. We will be releasing the on-site and store channel later on in this summer. And what I'm really excited about is the depth of measurement and attribution capabilities that we are going to bring to market across not only online, but also offline sales. I think it's something to remind ourselves that, you know, 90% of people still shop in store. A lot of retail media network only measure impact on online sales, not offline sales. And, you know, we are also going to bring um, metrics such as uh, customer lifetime value as well as multi-channel attribution. And that's what CPG are, are really asking for, because when you think about a lot of the, most of the campaign are around acquisition for, for CPG. Um, but when you acquire a customer, you never think about the long-term value that they bring to the brand, right? You think about short-term goal of your campaign, but that, that long-term element is never taken into account. So that's something that we are really excited about. Oh, well, I'm really excited to hear how um, our clients respond to that, you know, how they find the platform, how they find being able to target, as you said, more predictive audiences that can really help them target their campaigns and, and get that measurement of how are all the different media using in a much easier way. So it'd be great to see those new innovations and developments come through for clients. And I'm sure we're going to see retail media continue to evolve and become a an important thing for the retailers in the future. Yeah, it looks very, as you said, a very exciting space to be in. Uh, and we are, you know, looking forward to, to partnering with our clients to help them build, you know, sustainable media businesses that deliver great customer experiences and, you know, uh, superior return on, on ad spend for, for, for brand. That's, that's really what our, our goal is. Yeah, and if I think about Amazon as a business who've built a very significant media business, I think it's a great opportunity for many of our retail partners to build their own businesses very similar and, and get a similar return on investment as well. Definitely. Um, and I think we would, you know, we, we, we see, you know, beyond grocery, you, you see other sectors coming in because everyone, with the demise of the third party cookies, it really makes 
companies think about, you know, how they can leverage their first-party data because that's the only way you're going to be able to to activate your your campaigns in the future. So we see other sectors coming in like travel and entertainment, etc. And I think the one thing is, you know, really think about when you set up your media business. Remember that the customer is at the core of this, and you need to preserve that experience and ensure that media doesn't damage your core business. So do it in a customer-first way if you want it to be sustainable. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Keep customer first right at the center of that retail media in the future. Well, look, thanks you very much, Julie, for you know sharing some of those learnings. Um, maybe you can come on again in the future and we can uh, share some more of the results we've been having with Sphere and, and working with our clients. Thank you, Dave. I really enjoyed this conversation. Thanks, everyone, for listening today. I hope you found the discussion useful. Uh, whether you're a retailer who's building your retail media capabilities or brands, who are looking to invest more in retail media in the future. Uh, We always love to hear your thoughts on this subject, so feel free to email myself or Julie at dunhumby.com and join us again very soon for our next Customer First podcast. Uh, And remember, you can access all our podcasts on a variety of different subjects uh, on retail at Customer First Radio, on Spotify or on dunhumby.com website. Thanks, everyone. Thanks.